This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Bunny Michael. Connecting to your higher self is an unlearning process. Unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. Success, fulfilling relationships, self-acceptance, inner peace, All of that begins when we realize that that is what we deserve, what we've always deserved. Aligning with your higher self is an awakening process and it is no easy feat. But as you will learn from the callers on this podcast, our journeys might look different, but our path is the same. Welcome to EXO Higher Self. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. How are you? How you hanging in there? I believe this episode is going to be coming out on a Friday. Hope that your week went well, and I hope that you're making some time for rest and recuperation because we all need that. I've said this before on this podcast, my 2023 word is balance. That's my word for this year. I'm trying to integrate more balance because I realize that I need to put just as much effort into my work as into my intentional self-care. Like I'm, I'm a go-getter, right? I, I like to, you know, get it done. I like to accomplish. I like to set a goal and meet that goal. It's kind of how my brain works. It's also how I was raised. But I realized that I can put that same energy into like having no goal, (laughs) into like not doing anything. That same kind of dedication, that same kind of prioritization. And when I bring that in, it's going to help me to just, you know, have a more enjoyable day, a more enjoyable life. Because we need that balance. We really, really do. Okay, so this week's episode is about the ending of a relationship, the healing process of getting out. Specifically, this one is about a marriage, the ending of a marriage. Um, There's no real easy way to go through something that's painful. And pain does not necessarily mean that things are going wrong. It's just an indicator that something needs to be addressed that there needs to be care, um, intentional care to a certain area of our lives. That's really what pain is. It's, it's, it's a signal. It's a signal that something needs attention. So yeah, it's part of our healing process. It's a, a very important part of our healing process and we can't avoid it. We can't spend our lives trying to avoid pain as we know very well in this podcast. 
it's just part of our growth. So I really appreciate this listener for being so vulnerable and sharing their experience and let's get to it. Dear Bunny, last summer feeling broken after almost two years of cancer treatment and at the end of what I could try to repair after nearly 15 years of emotional abuse and my request for basic respect being met mostly with avoidance, blame shifting, and gaslighting, I initiated separating from my partner and the father of my two young children. I believed the separation to be temporary and a kind of wake-up call for him to seek the professional support that I had asked him to get for so many years. Before I fully moved out or we confirmed our separation, he was in another relationship and they moved quickly, with me ignoring all advice and begging him to come back to me. Since then, besides feeling deep despair and sadness at seeing my children only half time, I've questioned all my memories of the abuse and the relationship. Now he is finally seeing a therapist and seems to be treating the children with more calm. Though I rarely if ever felt safe and did not want the children to experience or witness what they did, he was a responsible provider and at times caring father and contributed very much to cleaning, household upkeep, and child care, which I know can be unusual in many partnerships. He continues to move quickly with his new relationship, and I have been unable to move on, filled with regret and confusion, and in cycles of me asking him to reconsider, even though I know you should never plead with someone to be with you. Though he seems relieved to be free of someone, me, who asked him to shift his behaviors, I just want my intact family back, and I miss him and our family terribly, to the point that even as I try to deliberately work through my heartbreak, I feel hopeless at times. Where do I go from here? Hi, love. I'm so sorry that you're going through such a difficult time. What you're grieving isn't just your old relationship or the time that you had with your children, but also the sense of normalcy you had in that dynamic for the past 15 years. Even though that normalcy was often harmful to you, it was what you were used to. It was home. Now that home is gone. So of course, there is no way to go through that loss without feeling profound pain at times, without feeling hopeless. But this is a new beginning, a beginning at healing 15 years of emotional abuse. Of course you're angry. Of course you're resentful of his new relationship. Of course you feel slighted. All of those feelings are valid and a necessary part of your healing process. What matters most now isn't your husband or what he is or isn't doing. What matters now is you. For years, you have neglected yourself. You have put your wounds aside to keep the family going, to make everything okay, until finally you said enough is enough. Ideally, it would have been great to be able to address 
your wounds and have the marriage become healthy at the same time. But that's not how it turned out. And I have to say, it must be for a very good reason. I don't know, even if he worked on his own healing while the two of you were still together, if you would have had enough space to address your own healing. The universe has a way of course correcting. Ask yourself honestly, could I have really prioritized myself the way I need to prioritize myself in that marriage? Or would it still have been about him? Whether he's changing, how his therapy session went, what mood he's going to be in. Now that you are no longer together, as difficult as that change is, your focus can finally be on you, not him. The reason why you keep thinking about him now isn't because you're meant to be together or even that you necessarily want to be together. It's because that's what you're used to thinking about. His emotional well-being, what he's thinking about, if he's happy, if he cares about you, if he loves you. And now you're facing the cold, hard truth that your emotional well-being has been put aside for far too long, replaced by this incessant prioritizing of him. And look, all of this is understandably scary. And it was fear that led you to go against your better judgment and try to get back together with him. It was fear of being on your own. It was fear of facing yourself, fear of the unknown, the same fear that kept you in an abusive relationship for 15 years is the same fear trying to convince you to get back in it. For the sake of your kids, it's absolutely great that your ex is finally going to therapy and getting professional help. But that doesn't mean he's good for you. Even if tomorrow he woke up totally healed, which obviously isn't realistic, that doesn't mean he's good for you. What's good for you is to connect to your higher self, that inner truth, that spirit that's been hidden and quiet for too long. You need space to shine your light. You need relationships and environments that inspire you, not keep you tethered to the past. You need safe spaces to process your anger, your pain, to ask yourself the important question of why you neglected your emotional needs for so long. How can you give yourself love, compassion, and nurturing now? How do you facilitate those changes? What are the steps? You'll see that the fact he's with someone new is creating a very necessary boundary for you not to go back, even though it feels really hard. Again, the universe has a way of course correcting. There is no way out of how difficult this time in your life will feel. But just because it's difficult doesn't mean anything is going wrong. It means things are finally going right. You cannot put these expectations on yourself 
to have it all together right now, to feel like everything is okay when you're dealing with feelings that you have been suppressing for 15 years that finally now have the space to surface. The shit is going to be messy. It's going to be messy, but it's so good for you. It's so good for you. And I'm really happy for you. Very happy for you. I'm wishing you all the best. And I'm glad that you have supportive friends. I'm glad you have a therapist. I want you to give yourself more space and grace when you're feeling hopeless, when you're in pain. Remind yourself that these feelings are totally understandable and they're temporary. And it's not going to last forever. But the healing process is messy. And, and that's okay too. On the other side of this, you're going to be so grateful that you went through this. So, so grateful. Because you have deserved better for a very long time, sweetheart. Okay, sending you so much love to you and your kids. Take care. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. <sighs> yep. Life is painful sometimes and really, really hard. It is really hard. And growth is like really, really hard too. Especially if you've been avoiding it for a long time. So that's why we're here to help each other through these difficulties, through this life stuff, through these growing pains, through these relationships, through the ending of things, through breakups, through career ups and downs, to just know that, yeah, being human is a roller coaster ride of losses and, and, and joy and sadness and you know every day we don't know what we're gonna get but what is always there is our higher self we are always grounded in the truth that we've always been enough that we were created whole that we are it we are our higher selves we're not lacking and when we approach our lives with that realization that's when the up and downs, the chaos of the world is, is a lot more manageable because we're grounded in, in our power. We're grounded in love. Okay, take care of yourself this week. Remind each other of how wonderful each other are remember your your love your kindness your compassion for other people goes a long way can really brighten somebody's day so let your light shine the world needs it i love you so much and so does your higher self i will see you next week take care bye <laughs>